0: welcome back this is survived with sophie and lexi
1: we started telling our survived story in college and we're moving
0: on to bring you guys more through many different topics
1: (laughs) i paused because for some reason i thought lexi was supposed to say something in there and i was like wait no
0: (laughs) (laughs) she also thought today was the 50th episode she's like this is kind of a boring 50th episode and i was like you're about five episodes too early, so
1: <laughs> Yeah. I kept thinking I was like, okay, this one's number forty nine or fifty and we're way off. I just can't count, apparently.
0: Nope. That's okay. We all have those days. The forties just blend together for me. It's alright. I think we accidentally have like two forty threes out there instead of a forty two and a forty three. Uh oh. I, I accidentally put forty three, two forty threes, so Oh, well.
1: People will get the gist. Two and three look alike, so. Yeah. Same thing. Same number,
0: basically.
1: <laughs> well, Lexi, do you have any kind of updates, true crime updates, anything like that
0: you'd like to share? Um, I don't, at the moment, I don't think. Nothing really has... Kind of went down in the true crime scene. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Um, so I don't know. I think the la- like there's some there's been really big news about true crime recently. Um, I know a little update from the Koberger case. They think that with the roommate um, testifying that just recently got released that one of the roommates that surviving roommates is going to be testifying and they think that with her testifying it's going to exonerate him that's what his lawyers stated and i'm kind of curious to hear what they think is going to exonerate him when they literally had him at the scene of the crime yeah but there is a theory that they were dating but that doesn't really make sense either because I don't know. I just, I don't see that happening, but that's just me, and I guess we'll see what happens, and the case is set for October 1st. Or October 2nd, I think. Early October,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting, and I guess we will all know what happens, because it's gonna be all over the news and things like that, but we'll keep you updated if you don't watch the news, because I've been following that case too.
0: I mean, it's the whole reason why, I, like, we really started this podcast was just to kind of talk about the things that can happen in college. Hmm. I don't really think that's something that like is brought to light a whole lot. Is just what people experience then. Bad things can happen even in your,
1: you know, most fun years that you think you're going to have, so. But, another update that we have, and I think Lexi should be the one to announce this, but we have kind of, it's more like an announcement, not an update, but like announcement for next month in October, and I hope all of our listeners really like October and Halloween and Spookies.
0: Yes. So, because Sophie and I love October so much and how much we love Halloween, we always send each other Halloween things. And we really want to go to Salem one day, which we will. Mm-hmm. We're going to Salem one day. But we came up with the idea of every October, or however long that we decide to keep doing this, we will do Spooky Season. So we are going to do cases that involve ghosts, or is ghostly related, and we might just throw in the Salem Witch Trials.
1: Yes, we will see. So the whole month is just going to be all spook fest.
0: It's going to be fun. We got some, there's two cases in there that... Uh, a ghost intervened and solved a murder, which I know it doesn't sound true, but it is true, which is crazy to think that it has happened. But yeah, they used the ghost testimony in this murder case. That's crazy. I can't wait to read more about that one. I know. I'm really excited for you guys all to kind of hear all this that we have planned. So you better stick around till October at least. <laughs> yeah, after that you can wander off, I suppose, but... <laughs> If you stick around after, that's cool, too. It shall be fun.
1: Mm -hmm. However, this week and today, we are going to be talking about something which is, you know, a little bit of a step to the side of what we usually talk about. It's not anything really crime per se related but just more there's just like similarities with this and we just wanted to kind of do more of an education and background episode on this because we might mention this in a different case and we'd like all of our listeners just to be aware of what we're talking about um and things like that so this week we'll be talking about the silver alert
0: yeah, so the Silver Alert, um, I feel like it's not really talked about a whole lot. Like, I don't... Re- I personally have never really heard about it. Um, I don't know about you, Soph, but... Yeah, I mean, I've heard
1: about it, and I maybe have seen, you know, an alert come up on my phone once, twice. Um, However, I don't think I knew anything too in depth about it on what it really was or things like that yeah
0: how it came to light this will be fun Mm -hmm. so
1: similar to an amber alert like we talked about in a previous episode a silver alert is an alert system that was created for when there is a missing senior or elderly citizen
0: So a little bit of a background. In December of 2005, Oklahoma state representative Fred Perry announced that his intention to introduce an amber alert for citizen, senior citizens. Um sorry guys, and he named this the Silver Alert. And in March of 2006, the Oklahoma House of Representatives passed the HR 1075 a resolution calling for Silver Alert system to find missing seniors.
1: Yes. So, really, this has only been around since 2005. So, I've been a long... Like, I've been alive longer than the Silver Alert has. So, this is, like, fairly new. Um, I mean, 2005 was a long time ago. But, like, also... It's not old. It's not super old. We haven't had it for a while.
0: No, and it's crazy to think about how the Amber Alert was created in 1996, which really was only...
1: That couple years before that. Yeah, Eight
0: years prior, nine years prior.
1: Yeah. So really, this whole alert system with the Amber Alert and the Silver Alert were created kind of around that... um, 1990s, 2000s area.
0: Yeah, I think it seemed to have been working, and they were like, "Oh, well, let's do it for these people. Mm-hmm. So,
1: interestingly, there are currently 27 United States that have the Silver Alert system in place, which, when I saw that, I was like, "There, what? There's only 27? We've got 50 states. So, that's interesting. Um... Those states that have the silver alert in place are Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Connecticut, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon. Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Okay. So, if you're not currently in one of those states, um, you don't have the Silver Alert system in place. However, there are nine states, which is Alabama, Colorado, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, New Hampshire, New York, Ohio, and Virginia that do have a different type of alert system for seniors. However, it is not under the same silver alert name or operating system. They operate totally differently. That I found interesting.
0: Yeah, I feel like sounds like majority, over majority of the States have something put in place, um and then the other ones probably just don't. Nope, they have no alert system whatsoever
1: hmm. for missing persons,
0: which I I was like appalled at. I was like, really, you've got nothing? Yeah, you think they would have something? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that. So. No, I, just I thought mean, it was
1: like nationwide.
0: Yeah, I think the amber alert is nationwide. It's interesting that the silver alert, which literally does the same thing, isn't nationwide. So, Sophie, what is the criteria for the alert to be triggered in your state? Well, the criteria from state to state does vary, but there is a broad list that usually stays consistent. A civil alert is usually issued when someone who is 60 years of age or older, however, in certain cases, in the individual is a younger person or a child, they also might meet the criteria of activating an alert. Mental health disorders, um, cognitive ability can be affected in certain ways or physical health disorders, a person physically who is unable to also do things in certain ways and might be affected. Mm -hmm. So I thought that
1: was interesting because when I first heard and like kind of all I knew about the silver alert at first was, yep, it's just like an alert that goes out for, you know, elderly folk who are missing. Or have, you know, maybe wandered away a bit or, you know, are lost and they have some sort of um, cognitive disability that they don't know how to get back home or where they're supposed to be. Um, However, I did not know they also use the Silver Alert for other individuals younger than 60 years old or even children that have those mental health disorders that might be, you know, wandering away um, and don't know kind of how to get back or could injure themselves in some way if they're not found soon.
0: Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. And like we always say, so actually local authorities are the ones to determine If the criteria is met for the alert. But like we always say. Me and Lexi always say this. The first 48 hours are the most crucial time. To be locating and finding a missing person. No matter who they are. Um, They could be a child. They could be um, an elderly person. It does not matter. So in the case of a wandering senior with dementia. Up to half will serious. Half of them will sustain serious injuries. In you know, let me just.
0: It's okay, it's getting late, guys. We, um, obviously, our brains are not working.
1: So, in the case of a wandering senior with dementia, up to half will sustain serious injury within 24 hours and six out of ten individuals who suffer with dementia will wander at least once and may do it over and over again and this is why implementing this alert is crucial for locating a senior citizen safe which yes i agree with that
0: i'm not gonna lie though when i worked in a nursing home. And I worked in that nursing home for a few years in high school and in college. Some of those grannies are lightning fast and they just (laughs) slip through everything. I am not kidding you. I remember one time this guy was just like, oh, I'm just going to go for a stroll. And he didn't like really, he didn't tell anybody. He just slipped out the door and was found walking down the highway. And then someone found him and brought him back.
1: See? Some of them be quick, and you don't even know.
0: No, they just... They might be old, but I'll tell you right now. They still got it. And that's
1: why some of them can sustain serious injury within that 24-hour period if they're not found in time. So that's why it is almost, like, more crucial to find our senior citizens who, you know, end up wandering away from their home or in a state of, you know, they have a mental health um, disorder or something of the nature.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But we do have a story for you guys too. So this story has to do with a silver alert and a, elderly woman.
0: So, to start off the survivor story, we are going back to 2015. Um, June 7th of 2015 in Arizona. Um, K. So Kim Lee is a 68-year-old woman who has dementia who was traveling from California to Texas with her husband when she wandered into her hotel parking lot in the wee hours of Saturday morning. It was taken away in a car by two strangers. How would you be able to do that to an older lady? Like I don't and that's just something I'll never understand.
1: Yeah. Like and especially like she was on a road trip and she was probably just staying in some random hotel because this happened in Arizona and she was supposed to get to california oh no she was supposed to get to texas
0: yeah i yeah it's probably scary but she probably wasn't aware that it was scary at the time
1: yeah and it was like early morning just you know walking around the parking lot and somebody was like let's grab her i don't know they didn't say what their intentions were but it that is really scary what's good
0: When the alleged abductor saw a silver alert all over the interstate, describing what the vehicle looked like that they were driving, as well as the passenger, they knew that they had been caught, and eventually, one of them had stopped in Phoenix just hours after the incident, and this, and then they made a phone call that led to Lee's safe return and a family reunion.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Good. And I believe, like, there was a quote from that police officer who was working that case back in 2015. And he even said something like, if it wasn't for this alert system implemented, we would have never seen her again.
0: Oh. Most likely. That's really sad to even think about.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, that alert saved her life, basically. And I know some people think, oh, the Amber Alert is, you know, better to listen about because it's about, you know, missing children and more action and, you know, things like that. But this is important too, you know, that's why we wanted to go over it.
0: Yeah, I think this is something that it's not really talked about a whole lot and it's kind of... Interesting to see how many states actually use it versus how many states that don't use it either.
1: Mm-hmm. And then keep that in mind, too. If you're in a state that does not have any kind of alert system implemented, you know, just keep that in mind. And then next time there's an alert that says Silver Alert pop up on your phone, you won't be confused on... On what's going on, you'll be like, oh, I know what that's about. Maybe I'll keep an eye out for the individual they're looking for.
0: Especially with the car. Like, yeah. You would literally, the only way that it would work is if you had a getaway car. You picked picked him up in a different car and then got in another car. Craziness. Then they wouldn't know. Not that I have, like, I plan on kidnapping anybody. I'm (laughs) saying, like. We just listen to a lot of cases, so. No, and sometimes it's like, it's interesting to see how stupid people are. Because I'm like, that, you thought that was going to work? Yeah. How, not stupid, just dummy Daves. Mm
1: hmm.
0: A dummy Dave. But that's all.
1: Yeah. So I know this episode was pretty short this week, but we just wanted to kind of do a little little short one. We had did a long one. Last week. We did a couple long ones, so we just yeah. wanted to give you guys a little, little tidbit information here, a little more informative episode, um, mix it up a bit, mix it up.
0: Mainly, yeah, we took a little break doing a little lot more deep dive researching
1: and also like just sometimes you need you need that palate cleanse we needed a yeah. little palate cleanser here
0: not the most exciting episode but it i think it was informative and i learned i learned a lot just by sitting here and listening
1: mm-hmm. and if any of you guys have any more questions about silver alerts or anything from us. If you need us to cover a case, have any case
0: ideas, you know where to find us. Please fill out the um, question box. Isn't that what you had to do in kindergarten? Like if you had a tattletale box? Oh, yeah. Like I like the question box? Yeah, just fill out one of those and we'll answer you shortly.
1: You can email us at our Gmail or DM us on Instagram.
0: And I'm not sure if anyone really paid attention, but our last episode, I did put a blooper at the end of it. Um,
1: oh, my gosh. What was the blooper again?
0: I couldn't say Joseph. Oh, yeah. It was you just laughing at me in the background as I tried to say Joseph. <laughs> I cut that in the back I was like that's a good that's a good blooper right there how are
1: you saying it again
0: I don't even know Joseph Joseph you
1: you were saying it like backwards
0: Joseph Joseph I I wasn't saying it like Joseph though I'll tell you that
1: (laughs) yeah it was pretty funny because Lexi was like is that sound right? Doesn't sound right, but it feels like it's right. And I was like...
0: Sophie was like, you mean Joseph? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm an idiot.
1: It was one of those situations where if somebody says a word wrong too many times, then your brain is like, what's the right way to say it? I forgot.
0: I like so then my brain starts to forget. <laughs> <laughs> but, so to I hope Joseph you guys enjoyed that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um stay around and stay tuned because we will be announcing spooky sest spooky sest spooky season fest, spooky season festival we could call it spooky sest spooky season festival
1: all the spooky stuff going on in october i'm so excited for october
0: i love it i love october too i'm so i already can't wait yes and let us know
1: let us know if you guys have any, like, personal ghost stories. We love those. Love Yeah, those if you so guys much. could
0: write in and do a personal ghost story, and maybe we could do a bonus episode um, in October and read your guys' ghost stories. We could put, maybe we could announce it on um, our Instagram and Facebook, and you guys can write them in, and you can put them in anonymously, and we could, we could do that. That sounds yeah. fun. Whatever you want to do, just let us know you listeners. We're here for
1: you. (laughs) Alright. This
0: has been Survived with Sophie and Lexi. Bye guys. Bye.